Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to CBS News Roundup ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Russia claims vaccine. It's akin to 1957 and a Sputnik moment. Incident at the White House. They just wanted me to step aside. Wild wind in the Midwest. We grabbed the dogs, the cats, and we ran to the basement. Good morning, I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, there are now more than 20 million coronavirus cases worldwide. That number has doubled in just the last 45 days. And from Russia this morning comes a claim of a vaccine. President Vladimir Putin boasts it did well in tests, and one of his daughters was inoculated and is doing well. CBS's Dr. David Agus says the treatment has apparently not gone through clinical trials. In those 38 individuals that there was an immune response, the state reported, not scientific journals, the state reported. But we don't know whether it actually protects, and we don't know what will happen when large numbers of people are inoculated. It's akin to 1957 and a Sputnik moment. Big proclamation. But I'm not sure all the data are there yet. The New York Times reports the Trump administration is considering new rules to temporarily block U.S. citizens and green card holders from re-entering the country if that person has COVID-19 or has been exposed to the virus. According to the paper, the draft rule would rely on the CDC's authority to protect the country. Well, as the days get closer to a college football season, doubt grows that any games will be played at all because of the pandemic. Here's CBS's David Begno. Touchdown, LSU! That was seven months ago when the last college football game was played in New Orleans. The next game may not come until 2021. It kind of looks like the band right now playing on the Titanic. That's Brett McMurphy. He's a college football reporter with the Stadium Network. Not only are college athletic departments going to be decimated, but also a lot of college towns economically. There are two smaller conferences, the Mid-American Conference and the Mountain West, that have already canceled their fall seasons. Now, several players have turned to social media to try and save the season using the hashtag, we want to play. A confrontation and gunfire outside the White House interrupted a pandemic news briefing by President Trump. CBS's Ben Tracy says that prompted action. President Trump looked surprised as a Secret Service agent told him he had to quickly leave the room. Outside the White House, just one block away, a man was shot by the Secret Service. Overnight, the agency said that the suspect, who was a 51-year-old male, ran aggressively towards a Secret Service officer. The man had allegedly told the officer he had a weapon. The suspect withdrew an object from his clothing. He then crouched into a shooter's stance as if he was about to fire a weapon. That's when the officer fired at the suspect, hitting him in the torso. A source tells CBS News that the object the subject held and allegedly pointed was not a gun. Back inside, President Trump returned to the podium minutes later, 
seemingly unfazed. Do I seem rattled? Now to the Midwest, CBS's Adriana Diaz has more on a fierce windstorm, something like a hurricane that caused damage and knocked out power in several states. Officials issued travel advisories as a storm downed trees and blocked roads. I heard a, a whistle. I never heard a siren. But I think it was the wind whistling because it was just blowing really hard. When the storm reached Wisconsin, it uprooted trees and downed power lines. Huge branches crashed into streets and houses. One person said the winds came without warning. I was hearing all these different sounds. I turned and looked out the window and realized it was a full frontal force of the storm coming in. Overseas, CBS's Imtiaz Tayeb is in Beirut, Lebanon, where days after a shattering downtown explosion, the country's government has come apart. It was the literal handing in of a resignation. But no one here was buying the Prime Minister's carefully choreographed show of humility. Protesters bitterly confronted police for a fourth day. Lebanon's leaders have been almost invisible. And yet, somehow, the mighty fist of the state is still able to punch back. Protesters say the system is rotten to its core. The Prime Minister is resigning. Is that enough? It's definitely not enough. They don't have our trust. They don't have their confidence. So they are illegitimate for us. They are not legal. Still, Lebanon's longest-serving leaders, whose negligence protesters say laid waste to the capital, remain in power. Seattle's police chief is stepping down next month. Carmen Best is the city's first black chief. KIRO-TV's Gary Horker says word got out as the city approved plans to cut the size of the department. All of this comes after the Seattle City Council voted to cut her salary, also 100 of her police officers vowing to do a lot more of that in the coming months. There have been demonstrations in Seattle calling for defunding the police. Oprah Winfrey is stepping up the pressure 150 days after the Louisville police shooting of Breonna Taylor. Would you be content to hear five months later there is an investigation and that no one has been held accountable? A new video shows billboards with Taylor's name and face. Winfrey says people have to use a megaphone to cry for justice. Taylor's on the cover of the September issue of O Magazine. A situation almost got out of hand in Santa Clarita, California. Bystanders urged sheriff's deputies to stop pointing their guns at three black teenagers. It's the other guy! It's the other guy! Put your guns down! The three who obeyed commands say they were waiting for a bus when an apparent homeless man tried to stab them. Then they used a skateboard to fend him off. The sheriff's department is now investigating. A judge has ordered the major ride services to treat their California drivers as employees instead of independent contractors. CBS's Bill Rakoff. The ruling would guarantee protections such as overtime, sick leave, and expense reimbursement for drivers. The ruling won't take effect right away, as Uber and Lyft both say they plan to appeal to a higher court. California Attorney General Xavier Becerra praised the ruling, saying it will ensure the companies play by the rules. But the companies are critical, saying the ruling threatens to shut them down during a pandemic-induced downturn. Dozens of volunteers came to the rescue when about 45 dolphins got stranded on a beach in Cape Cod, Massachusetts. They used makeshift stretchers to get the overheated dolphins back into the water. Two needed to be euthanized. A viral video and the commentary that goes with it has helped land a 39-year-old song back on the charts. Phil Collins' 1981 hit is a chart topper all over again, thanks to twin brothers from Gary, Indiana. 
22-year-old Fred and Tim Williams' viral YouTube breakdown has landed in the air tonight at number three on iTunes' song sales chart, right behind Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion, and Darius Rucker. Numbers from Alpha Data show it's the fourth biggest-selling song, up from number 185 the week before. The Williams video, which has almost 4 million views, is getting credit for making In the Air the most memed song of the month. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. And that's the CBS World News Roundup for Tuesday, August 11th. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. If you like CBS News Roundup, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail, or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand Drunk Elephant was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery+. Plus. For more deep dive and daily business content, listen to Wondery, the destination for business podcasts. With shows like How I Built This, Business Wars, and many more, Wondery means business.